Hello, I'm Roger Thomas. Welcome to Everyone Can Love Classical Music, a series of podcasts in which we hope to persuade more people to enjoy classical music, essentially by making it less stuffy and more accessible. In this new podcast, I would like to highlight 10 of this year's proms, which I see as easy to listen to and which would appeal to those who are new to classical music or don't see themselves as experts. If you like, it's proms for beginners. The proms, the promenade concerts, are undoubtedly the world's greatest festival of classical music. But of course, this year, the proms are very different. The original program had to be abandoned due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Instead, the BBC are broadcasting on radio a total of 75 proms taken from earlier years. This season starts on the 17th of July and finishes on September the 11th. Most proms start at 7.30pm. From August the 28th, a number of live proms will actually take place at the Royal Albert Hall, and there will be a last night of the proms. Details have not yet been released, and of course there will be no audience, including for the last night. In addition, the BBC will televise archive concerts each Sunday throughout the festival, starting on Sunday, July the 19th. They will be shown on BBC Four. So let's have a look at the 10 problems I've selected. The first is on Friday, July the 17th, and features the Bavarian Radio Orchestra under the baton of Maris Janssens, who sadly died last December. This prom took place originally in 2004. The programme consists of a Slavonic dance from Dvořák, then his Eighth Symphony, and finally a tone poem from Richard Strauss, Ein Heldenleben, A Hero's Life. Here's the start of Dvořák's first Slavonic dance. Extract from Dvořák's Eighth Symphony.
And now let's listen to the stirring conclusion of Ein Heldenleben by Richard Strauss. Those of us who adore the proms are, of course, indebted to Henry Wood, who started the proms in 1895. He was only 26 when he was hired to lead a brand new season of promenade concerts at the Queen's Hall. Over the next 50 years, he conducted over 5,000 of them, including 700 premieres. The whole idea of the proms was to introduce classical music to a wider audience, which we also humbly aim to do in this series of podcasts. Henry Wood was also a great champion of English music and promoted the idea of women playing in orchestras, revolutionary at the time. Our second prom is on Thursday, July the 30th, and the two main works are Elgar's Sea Pictures with the lovely Alice Coote as soloist and Beethoven's Third Symphony, the Eroica. Let's listen to two of the Elgar songs. The first is called Haven, the second Where Corals Lie.
Beethoven originally wanted to dedicate his third symphony to Napoleon, but Beethoven fell out with him when delusions of grandeur took place and Napoleon declared himself Emperor of Europe. We'll listen to the slow movement from the Eroica. This has particular sad memories for me. It was played at a memorial service the day after the Israeli athletes were murdered at the Munich Olympics. On Wednesday the 5th of August, the BBC are broadcasting a prom from 2007 with the Bournemouth Symphony Orchestra led by Marin Alsop. It features two American works, Barber's Violin Concerto and Copeland's Third Symphony. Here's the lovely slow movement from the Violin Concerto.
And now let's listen to an extract from Aaron Copland's Third Symphony. This includes his famous fanfare for the common man. On the 7th of August, we will hear the famous Berlin Philharmonic, conducted by Sir Simon Rattle. Originally performed in 2014, the main work is Stravinsky's Firebird. Here's the gorgeous lullaby from the Firebird.
and now the sensational finale. My favourite prom of the season is on August the 12th, when we will hear three symphonies from my hero, Vaughan Williams. Vaughan Williams' fourth symphony came as a surprise. It is an angry, dissonant work, very different from his earlier symphonies. At the time of his composition, Vaughan Williams was having a hard time, caring for his invalid wife and being denied all the pleasures of London. Perhaps the symphony reflects this. Thank you. 
By 1943, Vaughan Williams's life had changed for the better. He had met Ursula, the love of his life, and his fifth symphony reflects this. I rate this as one of the greatest symphonies ever written by any composer. It is melodic, serene, and very English.
First heard in 1948, Vaughan Williams's sixth symphony is violent and dissonant. Vaughan Williams always denied that this work was a war symphony, but in some passages, war imagery is for many hard to ignore. Here's the bleak epilogue, perhaps an image of Nagasaki and Hiroshima after the atomic bombs. On August the 14th, you can hear the Birmingham Symphony Orchestra playing Stravinsky's Violin Concerto and Beethoven's Fifth Symphony. The conductor is the new and exciting Murga Gratinet-Tyler. The soloist in the Violin Concerto is the American-Canadian Leila Jusufovich. Here's the passionate finale.
let's hear the end of Beethoven's fifth, probably the world's best known symphony. On the 18th of August, the prom features the great conductor Carlo Maria Giulini with the European Youth Orchestra. This prom is from 1994 and comprises two Brahms symphonies. Here's a lovely extract from Brahms's second symphony.
is the opening of Brahms' Fourth Symphony. Form on August the 24th has the young, brilliant UK conductor Daniel Hardin. The soloist in Tiberius's violin concerto is Victoria Mulova. Thank you. 
The main work is Beethoven's Seventh Symphony. I remember this from, it's from 2003, and Hardin gives us one of the best ever performances of Beethoven's Seventh Symphony. the 26th we have a great prom featuring the legendary Leonard Bernstein conducting the Vienna Philharmonic. This prom is from way back 1987 and opens with Mozart's famous clarinet concerto.
The main work is Mahler's Fifth Symphony, which includes two pieces of music typical of Mahler, a gorgeous slow movement and a rousing finale.
The last Friday of the prom season always features Beethoven's Ninth Symphony. On September the 11th, the performance is given by Klaus Tenstedt with the London Philharmonic. It dates from 1991. Here's the exciting second movement. the great choral finale. Thank you for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and best wishes for the forthcoming prom season. Our next podcast will be on the great man himself, Ludwig van 
Beethoven. Many thanks and goodbye. One, two, three. Here's the bleak epilogue, perhaps an image of Nagasaki and Hiroshima after the atomic bombs.